Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, powered by StatRoute.com. And now, here's your host, Ryan Skullroot. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullroot. I am your host. And tonight we have our Kings and Stings episode, the uh, review of the best and worst performances of Week 9, save the Monday Night Football game, which we will be previewing at the end of this episode. A um, couple things we want to go over before we uh, hop into the news. We want to go ahead and ask you to hit that subscribe button. Uh, whether you are watching this on our YouTube channel, uh, listening via CastBox, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast, we would really appreciate that. If you could, please hit that subscribe button. Please like the episode that you are listening to currently. We would also really appreciate it if you'd give us a rating or review um, and uh, to kind of let us know what you like or don't like about the about the show. Uh, and finally, if you could please share our episodes or even share the link to our our channels um, and podcasts and just in general, we would greatly appreciate that um, to help us spread the, the fantasy football love and help those who uh, want help with their fantasy football teams to to get it. So, again, we want to thank you guys. Uh, thank you, our our avid listeners and for those of you who check in with us on all of our social channels um you know thanking us for the advice we are you know glad to help that's why we're here uh we hope that what we are doing is uh, is uh, beneficial to you guys so uh <coughs> oh, just a second <coughs> there we go all right one more thing i wanted to do is i want to throw a quick shout out to uh our partner our uh our partners over at uh, at Prolytics, and uh, with some of their um, with their cheat sheet that they had out for Week Nine. Um, now, obviously, you're not going to get everyone right, but they had a lot of good players um, in their in their cheat sheet to use for um, for your fantasy lineups this week. And just uh, uh, from their cheat sheet this last week, just a few of the names that they had. Um, you know, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, um, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Chris Carson was actually on there as a as a guy to target, considering that you know they were going up the the Seahawks were going up against one of the toughest uh, run defenses in the league, um, and Carson still put up he didn't you know he didn't get into the end zone and wasn't you know a blockbuster um, a blockbuster uh, 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 you know, player today. That being said, he still ran for over 100 yards and had a couple of catches. So. And a decent game from Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, who uh, who had a fantastic game today, um, and some of the wide receivers: Kenny Galladay, um, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, um, T- uh, Tyreek Hill. They had a, you know they they have a little asterisk you know they, while they're in a decent spot, it's a possible risk. You know Chris Godwin was okay, wasn't great today, didn't get into the end zone. Um, you know Marvin Jones Jr. They had as another guy to uh, that w- that could be in for a big game, and then their tight ends. Uh, you know Zach. Uh, Zach Ertz, Hunter Henry, so they were able to uh, they were able to pick on some some good matchups and and so uh, for those of you who who are still looking for some help with your with your DFS lineups, please make sure to go over to our partners over at Prolytics. That's P R O dash L Y T I C S Pro Lytics dot com. 
Make sure to use their uh, their the promo code SkullKingFF when you go to checkout. SkullKingFF. That's all one word, all lowercase. It is case sensitive, um, and you will get forty percent off your first month with Prolytics. Um, really, these guys have been fantastic. Their their uh, their analytics and and their projections. Um, have been have been off the charts. They've been absolutely wonderful and really helped uh, a lot of us at Skulking with our um, DFS lineup. So make sure to check them out. Again, that's pro-lytics, pro-lytics.com uh, to help out with your DFS lineups. All right, so that is it for the announcements and all the introductory stuff. Why don't we go ahead and get into... Um, the the big three stories with today's headlines. Today's headlines. All right. First off on today's headlines, apparently uh, with Cam Newton, he is still recovering from the foot injury. Um, they The word came out today that the Carolina Panthers have not ruled out a stint on IR for... Cam Newton. So what that would mean is if he went on IR, he wouldn't be able to come back until the playoffs if Carolina makes the playoffs. Um, I don't have their, their actual record right in front of me. I should. Where they, are they at? All right. Carolina Panthers are 5-3. and three. Let me pull that up. Hold on, hold on. They're second, two games behind New Orleans Saints. Uh, in terms of overall in the NFC, they're still in okay shape um, at five and three. So, considering how well they've been playing with uh, with Kyle Allen at quarterback, and really with with um, the fact that uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey has just been running all over everyone, um, they're still doing okay. And so they may, I could see them putting putting uh, Newton on IR and just sticking sticking out with Kyle Allen. Um, this. The Panthers could be on the lookout for a new quarterback in the draft this next year. That's something that is definitely not something to take off the table in terms of what to look at for the draft coming up this next year. I know we're only going into week 10, and we haven't even finish, finished week 9 because we still have Monday Night Football. Um, however, uh, I think that the Carolina Panthers could possibly be looking for a quarterback for the future. And what it may be... It could be Will Greer. I doubt it. You know, Kyle Allen has been playing very well. Um, you know, we'll kind of see who they think is their future. Um, so we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of see where that goes. But um, yeah, so definitely not not great news on the on the Cam Newton front for all the the Cam Newton fans. That being said, you know, we'll kind of it's something that we still have to watch. He could still he could still be coming back. So uh, moving on, to story number two. Uh, Jacoby Brissett uh, went out of the game early today um, against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, ha- they believe he has an MCL sprain in his knee. Um, it's it's MCL-ish, I believe, is the word that Frank Reich used. So this this is going to be a little bit difficult for the for the Colts. Now, mind you, um, Brian Hoyer is their backup, and he didn't have a terrible game today um playing uh so i've got his stats right here um threw for 168 yards not great but three touchdowns did throw an interception and did lose a fumble that being said still put up solid numbers for the most part 
um, very streamable numbers in terms of uh, in terms of quarterbacks. So if Brissett is unable to go, um, that they are still in okay shape for next week, considering the Colts play the uh, Dolphins at home next week. So. Uh, so that should still be th- they should still be in okay shape for that game next week, um, but definitely something to keep an eye on uh, Jacoby Brissett for uh, moving forward. Um, you know, going on I want to say week eleven they've got the Jaguars at home, uh, which could be a tough matchup. Week twelve is uh, let's see. I don't see it. They're there. Oh, week 12, they're the Thursday night game at the Texans. So uh, hopefully this won't be too long for Jacoby Brissett and that he will be able to uh, he'll be able to uh, to come back from this. Um, you know, not that Brian Hoyer is a is a schlub, but he's not their starter. So uh, moving on to story number three. Sterling Shepard has already been declared out for Monday Night Football versus the Cowboys. He is still in the concussion protocol. So. Um, as of right now, this still means that in terms of what uh, Daniel Jones is going to be able to do, he still has Saquon Barkley who can catch the ball out of the backfield and run the ball. Um, you know, mind you, the the offensive line for the New York Giants still isn't great. Um, you know, having tro- they're still having trouble opening holes for for Saquon Barkley. That being said, Barkley does a great job of catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh, they still have uh, Golden Tate. Who who has worked well in the slot and has played well the last uh, last couple weeks, uh, and so uh, and they also have Evan Ingram that so as long as he is fully healthy should be in for a solid game as well. Uh, Darius Slayton will kind of see he's kind of been the deep ball specialist right now for for Daniel Jones, so we'll kind of see how that plays out in terms of the offense for the uh, for the Giants. Um, but for right now, it's it's something to keep an eye on. But Sterling Shepard is still out, so obviously this elevates for the most part it elevates Tate um, and possibly Evan Ingram. I mean, but Evan Ingram's already you know still like a top seven uh, tight end so far for the year. So um, so that is it for the for those stories. One more quick thing we want to mention: uh, there was speculation that uh, that M- Patrick Mahomes would possibly be back Week Nine, um, and what uh, what the the doctors apparently told them is that. Um, if he suited up twenty within twenty one days of dislocating his knee, he had a forty percent chance of re dislocating it. Um, that after twenty one days, that that um, that percentage went down to like ten to fifteen percent. So I I personally am looking for Mahomes to come back um, in week ten. And I believe have they already had their buy. Or is there? Are they one of the lay buys? They're okay. So their buy is week twelve. So um, he could come back for you know play a couple weeks before the week twelve buy, um, and then uh, and then finish out the season strong. So so that is it for the headlines. Uh, we will go ahead and take a quick little break, and then we will hop into this week's kings and stings, uh, and do a a quick um, kind of preview of the Monday night football game. For week nine. Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. 
You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. All right, we are back. Why don't we go ahead and hop into this week's Kings and Stings, the best and worst performances of uh, week nine of the 2019 season. Eventually, we will get a little you know, sound bit for this. Um, I just got to get our, our voiceover guy to get those over to him for to record those so all right starting off with the quarterbacks my guy uh going uh starting off with uh lamar jackson uh king number three in the sunday night football game only 163 yards passing and one touchdown however he also had 61 yards on the ground and two touchdowns um running the ball really really well played just absolutely out of his mind and did you know just was a phenomenal game for the um was a phenomenal game for for Baltimore, um, and and just a, a, a solid game uh, for Lamar Jackson, continuing to put up just impressive numbers. Um, very interesting. I know it's you know kind of off subject, but very interesting that uh, he ran for sixty one yards. The over under uh, on on the I don't know for anyone who watches the Yahoo um, Fantasy Football Live on Sunday mornings. The over under for Lamar Jackson's rushing yards today was sixty two. He ended up and everyone picked over, he ends up with sixty one. So just interesting, funny fact. All right, uh number our king number two is Jimmy Garoppolo, threw for three hundred and fourteen yards and four TDs against Arizona. And number one, my guy, Mr. Russell Wilson, three hundred and seventy eight passing yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions, one rush for twenty one yards, and a two point conversion. Absolutely blown. Uh, blowing it out of the water this week. Phenomenal game from Russ. Um, pretty much everyone, for the most part, had him as their as their quarterback one for this game, just because the the pass defense for the the Buccaneers is so horrible. Um, and uh, it honestly helped that the Seahawks were able to run the ball a little bit uh, in the, in the game today. So um, great game from Russ. Those are our quarterback kings. Moving on to the running back, number three, Melvin Gordon, 80, rush, or 80, 80 rushing yards for two touchdowns, did have three catches for 29 yards in the win over Green Bay, so a solid solid performance, finally getting some offense going for the uh, Chargers today. Number two, on three days in the offense, Mr. Kenyon Drake finishes with 15 carries for 110 yards and a touchdown. Four catches for 52 yards and a two-point conversion. Just a phenomenal game from Kenyon Drake. Um, and then uh, number one, uh, you know, it's it's no no new thing for him to be up here. Uh, Mr. Christian McCaffrey, 146 rushing yards, two touchdowns, three catches for 20 yards, and another touchdown. He is just absolutely insane this year. Um, let me actually pull up. His season total so far for the for the season is just um, absolutely nuts. Let me pull it up right now. He has uh, already rushed for 881 yards. Uh, the only person ahead of him is 
Dalvin Cook, who's rushed for 894. Um, you know, 10 rushing touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns. Man, through, what, eight games? Yeah, through eight games, he is uh, already on pace uh, for like 23, 2,400 yards. <laughs> Just absolutely nuts from what uh, from what Christian McCaffrey has been producing. So, all right, so those are our running backs. Uh, for our wide receivers, two of them from the same team, my team, um, Mr. DK Metcalf, nine, uh, nine targets, six catches, 123 yards, and a touchdown in his first 100-yard game of the season. A two-point conversion also had a rush for seven yards. Uh, all three of these guys were in the same game. Uh, Mike Evans, 16 targets, 12 catches, 180 yards, and a touchdown. And number one, Tyler Lockett, 18 targets, 13 catches, 152 yards, two touchdowns himself, and actually almost had a third, but um, I want to say Russ missed him by a couple yards when he was wide open, uh, just short of the end zone. So um, awesome game from Lockett. That was just that was an offensive just explosion in terms of um, what came out in that game. So uh, big game for fantasy purposes in the uh, Seattle and um, – Tampa Bay game today moving on to the tight ends um, a couple guys that have not been on here yet this year and probably won't be again uh, number three or th number three tight end king uh, uh, Mr. Jacob Hollister four catches 37 yards and two touchdowns had the game winner at the end of the game of the in overtime uh, of the Seattle and um, and Tampa Bay game uh, Mr. Noah Fant is number two Four targets, three catches, four uh, 175 or sorry, 115 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown was a 75 yarder. That's what I meant to say there. So um, big game for Noah Fant for him to finally really get something going. We'll see if he can build on that uh, this next week. Uh, tight end king number one finally getting up there and having the the type of week that you would expect. From him, Zach Ertz, 11 targets, 9 catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Good to see Zach Ertz finally getting going up there, um, especially considering how many people um, drafted him so highly and with how many times he'd actually been on the stings list the last couple of weeks. So, All right, moving on to our quarterback stings. Now, these, again, all these stings have to be owned in at least 60% of leagues which means that they're a lot more likely to have actually been started in their games. So um, there are guys that you know may have scored less points than this, but may be owned in less less leagues. So, so Dwayne Haskins is not going to be on the QB Stings list because no one was starting him. Um, only owned in like 7% of leagues or something like that. So here we go, QB Stings. Number uh, three, Mr. Aaron Rodgers throws for 161 yards and a touchdown. He continues to kind of move around. That offense is supposed to supposedly centered on the run game. But Aaron Jones couldn't get anything going. We'll get to him in a little bit. Um, and so Aaron Rodgers has kind of been back and forth. Really has had just a couple of games really elevate him into uh, top 10 quarterback status. Other than that, he's been like, take those couple games out, and he's been like quarterback 15 or 16 in fantasy. So uh, quarterback sting number two, Phillip Rivers, 294 yards, no touchdowns. No interceptions. Um, just, I mean, he's throwing for yards, but they just can't seem to get in the end zone. Uh, I want to say they had two twice inside the 20 in the first two drives and still came away with only six points. So, 
Um, and our number one Sting, who may have just lost his job coming off, coming after the bye uh, in week 10, coming back in week 11. It may very well be the Nick Foles show after this because Gardner Minshew threw for 309 yards against a weak Texas defensive secondary, but no touchdowns, two interceptions, and two lost fumbles. Um, just a rough game for Gardner Minshew. Uh, looks like the, the, the Gardner Minshew mania may be over for we uh for the 2019 season at least uh you know unless of course Foles get in gets injured again uh moving on the running back stings number three Aaron Jones rushes 30 yards no touchdowns one catch for negative one yards rough game from him the only running back that happened to have any success today uh from the uh Green Bay Packers was Jamal Williams and like we've said this is going to be a back-and-forth thing. I know that Aaron Jones is a top-five running back. Still, um, it's – it's well, I believe he's number three. Um, it's still going to be tough sledding for him. So there's still going to be games where he's not getting anything and it'll be the Jamal Williams show. Uh, number two running back sting, Mr. Royce Freeman. Uh, 15 total – or, sorry, 14 total yards. He had 15 rush yards, no touchdowns, one catch for, again, a minus one yard. Uh, moving on to the uh, number one uh, running back sting, LaShawn McCoy, nine rush yards, one catch for zero yards, just an abominable day from him. Um, that being said, uh, Damian Williams had a had a decent game today. Uh, let me see where he finished off this week. Uh, pulling up his, he had uh, 12 carries for 125 yards and a touchdown, finished with 19.8 points in half-point PPR. So, solid day from him. Today just happened to be Damian Williams who was able to get the work done. So, All right, moving on to our wide receiver stings. These ones all really hurt. Um, Mr. Stefan Diggs is number three. One cat, or sorry, one rush for 12 yards. Um, and then uh, four targets, one catch for four yards in terms of receiving. So a rough game from Stefan Diggs. Allen Robinson, who has been really the only fantasy highlight, you know, the first half of the season for the for the Chicago Bears, has basically handed that off to David Montgomery at this point. Uh, Allen Robinson, five targets, one catch for six yards. Mitchell Trubisky is just I don't want to say he's hot garbage, but he is turning into that. It's you know it could be the play calling, but um, you know, Trubisky has had some issues making good decisions and getting the ball out and so and hitting his targets so just rough rough game for for him um, the wide receiver sting number one Mr. Marquez Valdez scaling in that awful game against the Chargers two targets zero receptions puts up a whopping zero uh, finally moving on to the tight end stings Jimmy Graham uh, did have four catches but for only 17 yards Number two, Mark Andrews, who has been on this list way too many times the last couple weeks. Um, we may have to reevaluate what we do with the Baltimore Ravens uh, tight ends. Two catches for 21 yards. And our number one tight end sting, uh, Eric Ebron, two catches for 16 yards. That is it for the Kings and Stings. Um, moving on, we are going to do a real quick preview of the Monday night football game. The Cowboys are visiting the Giants. And we will start it off with the with the Cowboys. Dak Prescott is going up against the uh, the New York Giants defense that gives up the ninth most amount of fantasy points to the quarterback position. So it should be a good game for Prescott. Should be solid for those of you who need 
um, a good game out of him in terms of your fantasy matchups to secure those wins. Uh, Zeke, uh, again, the, the Giants give up a lot of points to the running backs as well, 12th most in, as a matter of fact, so Zeke should be in for a solid game. Again, not only does he catch the ball in the backfield, you know we all know about his running prowess, so uh, should be solid for this week. Uh, they give up the Giants give up the third most amount of fantasy points to the um, to the wide receivers. So Cooper and Gallup should be in for big games. Cooper obviously is going to be the the main target. Gallup um, he does better when Cooper is there because it provides the extra coverage to pull off of uh, off of Michael Gallup so that he can get open. So Gallup could be in for an okay game. I still like I still like Cooper to be the to be the star in this one. So, um, and uh, you know Jason Witten, maybe a streamer option if you're absolutely desperate for a tight end. Um, you shouldn't have to worry about that honestly. Uh, at this point with all the tight ends that have played, if Witten's your tight end, you're in trouble. Uh, moving on to the Giants, uh, the the Dallas Cowboys. Here we go give up the only the 29th most points so the th fourth fewest points to the quarterback position so jones could be in for a little bit of a tough game however it is in new york so this is a home game for jones so he could still be okay in terms of what he can do in this game uh the cowboys give up uh the 17th most points to um running backs so saquon barkley obviously he is going to get his work whether it's catching the ball in the backfield or running Again, you're not going to sit him. As far as the wide receivers go, it could be a little bit of tough sledding. They've been very tough. The Cowboys have been very tough against the um, against the pass. I think that Tate still will get a little bit of work. Still could provide, um, you know, a little bit of uh, a little bit of fantasy value for you if you need it um, in order to win. You know, I think for now, I I don't necessarily like any of the running or any of the wide receivers for this matchup. Um, in terms of the Giants side, uh, Tate, I think, could possibly put up wide receiver two numbers as the probably the second target for Jones of, outside of Saquon. And Evan Ingram um, could be in for a pretty good game. The Dallas Cowboys give up the sixth most amount of fantasy points to the tight end position. Um, he is a you know solid running or solid uh, tight end, uh, gets open a lot. Um, you know, provides a decent safety blanket for for uh, Daniel Jones, and so Ingram, I still think, is going to put up decent enough numbers. Uh, he'll he'll be he should put up tight end one numbers. That's just what he should do. Um, doesn't mean it's going to happen. He could you know end up dealing with an injury, but uh, for right now, I still have Ingram. I want to say I ranked him as a top six tight end for this week. So, um, all right, so that is it for the Monday Night Football preview, and that is it for this episode. Guys, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Skulking Fantasy Football Podcast. I hope uh, your Monday night goes well um, and that uh, you get the points that you need in order to win your matchups. Uh, tomorrow night's episode, we will be going over the waiver wire picks for week number uh, 10. Um, and I hope you guys are looking forward to that. Uh, we will uh, dig into the numbers and see what we can provide for you guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues.